Welcome to this Daring Adventure podcast, where we work on bridging the gap between where we are and where we want to be in order to live a bigger and bolder life. In this podcast, we will provide inspiration, tips, and skills you need to make your life the adventure you want it to be. Here's your host, mindset mentor and life coach, Trista Gurton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Daring Adventure. This is episode 11, and today we're going to be talking all about imposter syndrome. I think imposter syndrome is something that we all have felt from time to time. I'm sure we can all come up with examples of incidents where we felt that we weren't good enough, that we were going to be found out. Certainly, I know it's common for me when I've started a new position or received a promotion. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be found out that the hiring person has made a mistake. They're going to realize that I'm, I'm not good enough, that I don't have the right skills, and that I'm eventually going to be fired. The other times I think we encounter imposter syndrome is when we dismiss our successes. And instead of gracefully receiving the compliment, which is something I'm working on personally, we either say it's nothing or that anybody could have done it. Or my personal favorite is I just don't believe them. They're wrong. They're just being polite. It's not possibly true. And so I think we we do feel at times that we don't belong, that we're not good enough. Everybody else is doing it better. They're smarter. They're more capable than us. And this is really normal. I have seen it time and time again with friends, with relatives, with clients, and with other coaches. You'd be surprised how often it really comes up. And so what I wanted to tell you today is that it's not you, it's your brain. I think basically it comes down to a few things here. Our brain is designed to keep us safe. And often it will do this through generating fear. It will make us afraid of anything new, of change, and of being rejected by the group or our tribe. It will repeatedly tell us that we don't measure up and that we better do something because we're going to be left out, left behind, or humiliated. And as I mentioned in my case, that we're going to be fired or let go. And I think your brain, our brains mean well. I mean, this is what it's been designed for, to protect us. And it wants us to fit in. It wants us to be a part of the tribe. And it doesn't want to be rejected. Certainly, thousands of years ago, this was extremely important because if we were rejected and outcast, then our chances for survival were very slim. We relied on being a part of a community of a tribe in order to meet our needs, stay warm, have fire, shelter, food, water, collectively in order to stay alive. Now, that programming is a little outdated, right? We're not going to die if we're rejected or if we're, we're cast out. And it is in fact now detrimental to our growth and our expansion 
because when we don't manage it, it will leave us playing small and hiding ourselves out of unnecessary fear. So it's important to remember that this is the way our brain works. It's perfectly normal. It happens to everyone. And this is what we call a thought error. It's a mistake that your brain is making. It's outdated programming, and they are just thoughts, which means you don't have to believe them. Our brain, as I've mentioned in previous episodes on managing our mind, is that our brain will offer us 60,000 thoughts a day. Most of them will be crappy. A lot of them will be negative. Most of them won't serve us. This is a prime example. So ask yourself why you might be thinking these thoughts and are they serving you? Chances are they're not. And in that case, then you don't need to believe them. The other thing I think is what is happening here is it's part of our conditioning and our socialization, particularly as women. I think it's very common that we are raised as women and as little girls to be modest, to be humble, to know our place. And in certain circles, we need to be making sacrifices I've seen it's very common sometimes for women to turn on each other, especially those who are bragging and who may become too big for their britches. Sometimes we're still told that we don't belong in certain spaces or that we're not good enough and we don't measure up. This can come from our culture. It can come from our religion. It can come from our teachers, our parents. It's can come from a number of institutions or the media. And I think we internalize a lot of this and we don't question it enough. If we've been raised at a very young age on this messaging, we don't stop at any point to analyze whether this is the case, where and how we've picked this up, and whether we want to continue to think these thoughts. So it's really important to stop to examine, again, whether this is a thought error that our brain is offering us, it's trying to protect us, do we want to believe it, is it serving us, and also, is this part of our conditioning that we've picked up, and again, is it serving us, do we want to keep it, is it true? So how can you start to manage and overcome the imposter syndrome that you are experiencing. I think one of the first things we can do is to gain the awareness. Certainly listening to information like this makes you aware of how normal it is. It's how our brain's functioning. It's what we've picked up as we've grown up. And allowing some of those feelings that come up when you're thinking those thoughts instead of pushing them away or trying to resist them or change them. If you're feeling the fear, if you're feeling shame, if you're feeling the vulnerability, it's okay, right? You're examining your thoughts. You're questioning whether they're true or not, whether they're serving you, but allow the feelings and just know that you can experience them without anything going wrong, right? And so processing them through, allowing them to be there, sitting with them, feeling them in your body without trying to change them 
is a really important process. You can name it, right? I'm feeling shame and that's okay. I'm feeling fear and that's okay. Just sit with it, even for just five or 10 minutes, feel it in your body and allow it to move through you instead of trying to resist it. I often think of just letting myself surrender to the feeling and just the idea of surrendering helps me to release and and relax the resistance. The next thing is to have self-compassion. Self-compassion means not beating yourself up for feeling this way or having any of those thoughts. There's no shooting on yourself that you shouldn't be feeling this way. You're kind. Always be kind to yourself and no negative self-talk ever. It serves no purpose. Show up for yourself with love and understanding. The next thing is to know that you are 100% worthy. Just because you're born, just because you're a human on the planet, there's nothing you need to do. There's nothing you need to change. You are 100% worthy right now. So knowing that even though your brain is offering you thoughts that you need to be better, that you're not good enough, you can tell yourself and just have an inherent feeling that you are 100% worthy just because you're alive. And you extend that respect and that idea that everyone else on the planet is also 100% worthy. And that can give you an excellent foundation for feeling centered and calm no matter what, no matter what your brain is offering you. Redirect your thoughts to knowing I am 100% worthy. The next tip I have is about self-confidence. Self-confidence means that you will be able to figure anything out. No matter what happens, no matter what issue or challenge arises, you can figure it out. And so keeping this in mind, And identifying yourself as someone who doesn't need to know all the answers, doesn't have to have all the steps or all the problems solved, but that whatever arises, whatever comes your way, you can figure it out. You're intelligent, capable, focused, experienced, skilled, that you can figure out anything out. And that's where self-confidence comes from. You don't need to know every single detail or every single problem, every single step that might come up, but you can figure it out. And so when you're sitting in the boardroom, if you are starting a new job, if you are learning a new skill, if you are undertaking some sort of goal, Know that it's okay if you don't know everything right now, but you can learn, you can adapt, you can problem solve, you can figure it out. So just keep going 
and take the next right step. Finally, I think building on the idea of having self-compassion and no negative self-talk is the tip I learned from a fellow coach who told us about an idea she had for keeping a photo of your younger self handy. And so it was recommended that you could keep it on your desk, on your desktop, on your wall, on your phone, wherever you could see it easily and regularly. And the idea was that you would never speak to your younger self or a young girl for that matter in the way that oftentimes we land up speaking to ourselves. It's negative. It's insulting. It keeps us playing small. It makes us feel lousy. And so if you can look at that photo and know that if you were saying some of these things to your younger self, it would be crushing. It would be destroying. It would be devastating. And so if it's not okay to talk to her like that, why is it okay for you to talk to yourself now like that? And the answer is it's never okay. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter what's happened. It doesn't matter about anything other than you deserve your respect. You are hundred percent worthy. You deserve your compassion and your kindness. So dig out that photo, put it somewhere where you can see it regularly. And think about talking to yourself and thinking of yourself as that young girl who has all the possibilities ahead of her and can accomplish anything she wants if she sets her mind to it. And this is you now. Same thing. Anything is possible. You belong where you are right now, and you are 100% worthy. You don't need to have all the answers figured out. Your brain is going to offer you all sorts of negative thoughts. And that's okay. That's what your brain will do. But you don't have to believe it. And if it's not serving you, you can disregard it immediately. But keep going. You can figure this out. All right, that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's my absolute pleasure to have this opportunity. And I hope that if you are interested in coaching, I do offer free one-hour sessions. This is one hour, one-on-one with me, an opportunity for you to work on yourself and really learn more about what coaching is like and how it can help you to reach your goals and your dreams. Thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Daring Adventure podcast with your host, Trista Gurton. We hope you enjoyed the tips and conversations on how to get excited about life again. As always, you can head to tristagurton.com for additional resources and to book a one-on-one coaching session. 
You can also follow Trista on Instagram at Trista V. Gurton. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.